welcome to my podcast, Just Thinking Out Loud. I think I want to do this, play a little bit of music just so we can vibe out. So maybe you can see the kind of music that I like and maybe you can vibe out to that music after we talk a little bit. So uh, this first episode is going to be called Who Should Bring What to the Table? I came to this question because uh, just like everybody else, I'm, well, most people, I'm always on my social media outlets. And I see a lot of quotes and statements regarding uh, what somebody should bring to a relationship or to the table. And to be honest, some of the quotes and statements that I see, they piss me off because, I mean, in my opinion, they are unreasonable demands to ask from a person that you don't know. But then I thought about it, and it's not, I can't say that it's unreasonable, because everybody wants different things, and not everybody wants what I want. And if that person is communicating to you what it is that they require to be in a relationship with them, if you're not willing to give it to them, then that means that that relationship or that person just isn't for you. Now, I think before I go any further into expressing my thoughts, I want to lay down some some of the fundamental opinions that I have about relationships so we're all on the same page and I'm not just rambling. Uh, first, when I'm talking about expectations, I'm obviously talking about uh, people who want to be in relationships, right? And... Uh, expectations you have for somebody else Uh, I'm not talking about people who choose to be alone for whatever reason whether you think that you want to be alone because you don't want any distractions at this point in your life or maybe you're antisocial or maybe you're just trying to stay focused on the goal I don't know but I'm not talking about you I'm specifically talking about people who are seeking a social and intimate relationship with another person. And if you're looking for that kind of person or relationship, then that means you're going to have to deal with other people. And if you've got to deal with other people, whether that interaction is going to be one night, a couple years, or whether you plan to be with that person forever, You're going to have to deal with somebody else, and that means understanding uh, disappointments that you're going to have to face, uh, that person's insecurities you're going to have to accept, and you're going to have some conflict with differing opinions. And there's going to be imperfections with anybody that you deal with. And I believe once you realize that, you'll understand you need to make, you'll be forced to make certain compromises for that requirement list that you have because nobody is perfect and no I don't believe that there is a such thing as a soulmate meaning I don't believe there is somebody out there who is perfect for you Uh, because I I think that every relationship is going to have some kind of change and progress and growth so You can't just be one person out there who's so perfect for you that 
they'll never make you change because I think people that make you grow, which causes you to change, are good for you. But uh, I can save that for another video. Um, aside from the soulmate thing, I think some of my fundamental beliefs are pretty pretty normal and basic that we all can follow it. So we can all be on the same page so it doesn't seem like I'm rambling. But um, back to the compromises. Once you realize that there's certain compromises you'll have to make to make your dream relationship a reality, you'll start coming up with a hierarchy of priorities as you mentally list your expectations for who we want to have in our lives or the reason that we want to have them in our lives. And we all want, we all have different wants and needs. Uh, but first, I think it's important that we ask ourselves a few questions before we start demanding things of other people, um, such as, what do we currently bring to our table by ourselves, right? You can't demand the world from somebody else, right? Uh, there's some things you have to bring to the table yourself, such as having a table for them to come to, right? Um, how you want to eat at that table. This, to me, is the most important question that you have to ask because it doesn't matter if you make, we'll just say $100,000, right? It's a lot of money for some people. Um you can find somebody who makes the same amount of money as you. And if you both spend your money differently, that can be a problem because let's say they like spending their money on shopping or traveling or their hobbies and activities. And you like saving all your money or you're saving for a particular uh, object or asset. If they want you to be able to contribute to their life, give them, whether it's money or spend some of your money to go on those activities with them, that may cut into your your budget, how you like living your life. And so it's important to know how you want to spend your own money and spend your own time because you might be asking that person who's coming into your life to pretty much make what you make and more so that you can afford to to live your life and theirs right so it's just important to know what it is that you want out of your life and how you want to live it before you can merge your life with somebody else another question is is uh, if you once you figure out what you have at your table, right? Is that where you want to be? Is there, what do you need to get where you want to be if you're not there? You have to be able to answer those questions because I see a lot of people talking about being independent, yet they can't either stand on their own two feet or they want a life that they can't get on their own. And I just think it's unreasonable to ask somebody to pretty much make that lifestyle for you unless you just want to be served and some people do want to be served there's nothing wrong with that like I said 
everybody wants uh, different relationships, different people, and there's different dynamics out there. And some of the common dynamics that at least I've been able to experience or that I've known, I want to list them out and see if they make sense to some of you. And uh, I'm going to stay away from uh, gender norms because uh, certain dynamics just depend on where you're from and person to person. So I'll try to talk generally. Uh, I think in relationship, there's three common dynamics that most people have in their relationships. And I want to start from where I believe the most healthiest kind of relationship is. I call these relationships <coughs> equal or complementary. And these are the relationships where people bring similar level, some kind of similar level of contributions to the relationships, whether it's financial, whether it's time or energy or effort. Uh, even if it's not exactly the equal amount, it's some kind of pre-negotiated um, level of contributions where let's say uh, one person says they're going to pay the rent, one person says they'll pay a relative amount of bills, right? Maybe they pay a hundred or a couple hundred less, but you both had that communication and you agreed that, hey, this is what we are comfortable with, this is what I need from you and this is what I can provide and so you have that either equal or you guys are complementing each other based off what it is that you both can contribute to the relationship I think this is the most healthiest because there's that communication before you're both agreeing on what's being brought and I think that's the communication not being there is why there's a lot a lot of relationships that have conflict say about finances because they don't have that kind of communication. They don't openly tell the other person what it is that they need in order to sustain the kind of lifestyle that they want. The next relationship dynamic that I believe is excuse me, uh, most common is I call it dependent or supplementary. Now, this is the kind of relationship where there's one person who is an obvious or or they are accepted as the person who is bringing the most contributions to the relationship, um, a provider, if you will. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the other person isn't giving, right? It just means that maybe there hasn't been communication about that, right? If um, there's one person who's paying all the bills and the other person is making sure that the house is clean, that there's food made, that they're, you know, taking care of that other person physically or sexually or emotionally. Maybe they're, they're just catering to that person and that's the contributions that they are making to that relationship. Or maybe it is both financial. Maybe one person is paying the rent and the other person is paying for uh, you know, the power bill. It may not be that that person is giving enough to you, 
It's just them saying, hey, this is all that I can give, which can be fine if you have that communication. But this kind of dynamic, I believe there usually is not the communication there. And that's why it's the least healthiest, because the less communication there is down the road that causes more issues. And there's there usually becomes resentment because that person who is providing more without that communication and that agreement and that comfortability that you guys are a team, you know, resentment can come out and you'll end up hating that person or, or it'll come out in another argument. The last kind of dynamic that I believe is the most common, I call it codependent or parasitic. And this is where both parties are, are coming into the relationship with almost no communication. They are, are literally looking at what it is that that person can give them. Um, what, what can they take? What is it that, that attracts them to them? These are the people who are saying, oh, I, I find that person attractive. I don't know anything about them. I'm really not too um, interested in having any deeper relationship with them. I just need somebody who has X, Y, and Z, and I'm not interested in telling them what it is that I can give them. I just want to take, which is why I call it parasitic. And it's codependent because a lot of people get in these relationships to take. They don't have the conversation about what it is that they want to give, and they end up being just so codependent on each other to, to take what they want and they can't afford in some cases to pull apart that they're just sticking with each other to get what they want and they're they're damaging the other person or or they're just holding them back in life from getting what it is that they really need because you're interested in, in only getting what you want instead of fulfilling them and, and filling them up and those three are the, the kinds of relationships that I think are the most common dynamics for people to have. And I, I know I'm really just stating a couple of the points that I have, and that's really all I want to do. I'm just saying what it is that I think about these topics. And I think the point is, is that people want different kinds of relationship. There is no wrong answer. And I think when you ask yourself, who should bring what to the table, all these questions come into effect, and it just depends on do you want to have an equal relationship where you're both providing each other uh, some kind of sustenance, right? You're both checking the boxes for each other, and you're having that communication to where you're both, you feel that you're both being honest with each other, and, and that's how you really connect with communication. Or do you want to just have somebody who provides for you? Do you want to be the provider? If that's something that you're used to, maybe where you're from, that, that's more um, traditional. Maybe you want to have somebody that you know can rely on you, or maybe you want to rely on somebody else. Uh, or maybe you're not looking for anything serious. Maybe you just want somebody to give you what you want, and that's that. And you're not necessarily interested in what it is that, that they want from you. Whatever kind of relationship it is that you want, I think you should ask yourself these questions and maybe it'll help you out 
in the next relationship that you get into, look for whatever it is that you want. And maybe it'll make you aware uh, in that relationship or the relationship that you're in now on what part you play. And maybe if you want to go to the next step in, in what I consider a healthy relationship, you have that communication and you figure out what it is if you don't know already that that person wants and whether or not you can give them that and what you need to give it to them. But um, either way, remember to whenever, before you make any moves, to it's always best to plan ahead, self-reflect, try and think about the consequences. And if you ever get stuck trying to work out how you feel about something and you see something that I post, uh, maybe it'll help. Click play and maybe we'll just sit back together and figure it out as we think out loud.